When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the last Monday episode before the Christmas break. So obviously, because it's our last Monday before Christmas, I know not everybody celebrates Christmas and I know that even some of you who do celebrate Christmas don't actually give that much of a shit about it. Anyway, I'm giving you something today to stick on in your ears when you're doing your Christmas wrapping or your Hanukkah wrapping. Actually, Hanukkah's over. Whatever. Whatever you celebrate, whatever you're doing, this episode is for you. But it is about Christmas. So if you're not into Christmas, well, if you're not into Christmas or dating, I don't know, maybe this will get you in the mood. Who knows? So every year you get these seasonal dating trends. I'll get sent articles about this stuff all the time. Like, have you seen this new dating word for this new seasonal dating trend? I'm like, oh my God, how can there be any more? One came to my attention couple of weeks ago, holidaysing. Don't know if any of you have ever heard of holidaysing. And then a few others, like winter coating, mistletoeing, tinseling, cuffing season. Obviously, most of us have heard of that one. But all these new words for dating trends that I'd never heard of were suddenly appearing in my DMs. And I thought, let's have a look at this because we need to know, right, if there is some Christmas-based dating surprises that we need to prepare ourselves for then we better get to know what the hell is going on because I'd never heard of any of these. So let's have a look into these trends together and see if they are actually useful to know about or just some kind of festive nonsense. So cuffing season is the only one I'd heard of out of any of these. I think it is probably the most commonly known one. Cuffing season refers to the period between late autumn and spring where the nights draw in and the leaves have fallen and it's cold and just want to get cosy. Cuffing comes from the word handcuff. A lot of people who were quite happy being single in the summer or for the rest of the year feel the cold nights coming in and realise that they'd like to be in a relationship and decide that it's time to cuff themselves to another. And I think we can probably all relate to this feeling somewhat, you know, you don't want to go out as much in winter. So having a person who can keep you company on freezing evenings is appealing. There's also something about the whole Christmas period and ending of the year that can make you take stock and think about what you want and think that love might be something that you need. The phenomenon is actually proven. And it is evidenced by the fact that, according to data from Hinge, and there has been other data from other dating apps, men are 15% more likely to start actively looking for a relationship in winter than any other time of the year. For women, that increases by 5%. Men are 11% less likely to be looking for a relationship by the time the summer comes back around. And again, women remain 5% less likely. 
And I do think these stats speak to something around the fact that women are more often looking for love and commitment all year round anyway. It barely changes for us. I'm not saying all women are looking for love and commitment all year round, obviously. But I do think generally we can't get away from that thing, you know, where there's that much kind of clearer difference in what men are looking for that they're like oh no not really sure about relationships for the rest of the year but boom suddenly this this increase and this desire to search for relationships as soon as it gets cold I was actually speaking to my friend about the fact the other day that no matter how feminist we want to be we do have to acknowledge that kind of sad reality that men are largely in charge of dictating whether something will become a relationship tends to be whether they want one or not and then we just kind of go along with it or end up in a fucking situationship if that's not what they want not always of course I have to keep putting fucking disclaimers because I know that people listen like that's not true that never happened with me and my husband but you know it's still largely a fact that the ball is usually in the man's call this actually does deserve a whole episode it's too complex to discuss the nuance of it now but you know what I'm saying I think it definitely speaks to that point. The problem with meeting someone who decided that they wanted a relationship purely based on the fact that it's freezing rather than any of the other really important reasons why you might want a relationship is that when the spring starts springing and the weather starts warming, they very often realise that they want to be single again. An article in The Independent by the fabulous journalist Olivia Petter calls this seasonal dating disorder. It's not a real disorder, obviously. You can't get actually diagnosed with seasonal dating disorder. But according to this piece, you might have seasonal dating disorder if you can't bear the thought of being alone in winter, but by Valentine's Day, you begin to feel trapped and bored and crave single life again. It's characterised as a disorder, not really, if you've done this more than three years in a row. But if being up for a relationship and then feeling bored, trapped or suffocated after three months is a pattern of yours at any time of the year, then you may well have an avoidant attachment style and you may well need some therapy to help you undo whatever it is that led you to not being able to sustain more than short-term relationships. So watch out for avoidance who are trying to cuff you just because it's the right season. We don't want them. We want good long-term, stable prospects with their attachment issues sorted. So the next trend is winter coating. I don't know who came up with this one. Why is it called winter coating? I don't get it. Apparently winter coating is a new dating trend, or at least it was when about 50 articles were written about it last winter, calling it the latest dating trend. I don't know where the name comes from, but apparently it refers to the phenomenon of exes getting back in touch during cuffing season. This is not new at all. This used to happen when I had a fucking Motorola on a one-to-one phone contract in 1999. This is something I speak about every Christmas, actually. The fact that I think that all fuckboys, or rather fuck people have a handbook that guides them all to behave in exactly the same way. And that I think that the Fuck People Handbook has a special chapter called Best Times to Return After Ghosting, and that Christmas is the top of that list. Exes and ghosters have a tendency to pop back up during the holidays, sometimes with apologies and declarations of feelings, and sometimes just with a generic Christmas message that they've sent to everyone in their phone, but it can still get you, you know what I mean? Even if it's just Merry Christmas... It can still get you suddenly feeling like excited about someone who you spent half the year trying to get over. 
It's important that we act with vigilance and care during the holiday season because we are more vulnerable to getting lured back into the clutches of a fuck person. Serotonin levels drop during the winter and we're just a bit lower and more fragile than usual. These Christmas returners can come back for a variety of reasons. Maybe they want to check whether you're an available option for sex. Maybe they watched Home Alone and deeply felt Kevin's loneliness. Maybe they sent the same text to everyone in their phone book. Or maybe they really do want to try again. Whatever the reason, it is essential that you think back to why you two stopped speaking in the first place before you reply. If it's because they were a major fuckboy or girl, then it's unlikely that it's worth giving it another chance. They probably haven't changed and they will probably repeat the exact same behaviours again. It's easier said than done though. It is undoubtedly hard to not get reeled in by messages from people who once meant something to us. Not least because meeting new people is so much harder now. So don't beat yourself up if you get excited about a text from a top plonker. But do try to think long and hard about whether you can cope if they do end up repeating the same bullshit they did before. Ghosts of Christmas past should probably stay in the past. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The next apparent seasonal dating trend, according to an article on Yahoo, is Holly Dazing. According to this article on Yahoo, holidaysing is a new trend that sees singletons intentionally leading on potential love interests by deceptively leaning into the nostalgic romance familiar in Christmas rom-coms by pulling on the heartstrings in order to secure a seasonal partner. The article said it's a manipulative and toxic dating tactic where singles pull out all the stops to give the impression that they're looking for a forever partner by copying cliche Hollywood behaviours and actions. Instead, they're selfishly duping them into a false sense of security, providing a fairy tale experience by masquerading their intentions, be it long term or short term. It's a combination of the trends love bombing, future faking and the situationship, but with a heady dose of Christmas nostalgia. Sorry, but I actually just think this is fucking made up nonsense. This and also fucking mi mistletoeing. When I read about this and mistletoeing, so mistletoeing is apparently defined by a burst of intense romance which then follows a sudden or unexplained disappearing just like a kiss 
under the mistletoe. And then in this same article, they also describe another Christmas dating term, which is tinseling, which is to describe when couples attempt to to ignore or even conceal the cracks in their relationships during the run-ups to the holidays. And yeah, actually, this is something that people do. Tinseling and mistletoeing, all of these things are things that people do, but these fucking dating apps just seem to make up random terms to attach them to really old, well-worn dating behaviours just so that they can get their dating apps mentioned in the press. I really think that this is what happens. A dating app will ring up, I don't know, whatever, BuzzFeed or Yahoo and go, have you heard of mistletoeing or holidaysing? Oh my God, it's the latest trend for daters. You all need to know about it. And obviously you need to put our dating app in your article. So these are, I I just think they're fucking dating apps are doing this in order to get free advertising in the press. I just find this so annoying. Stop attaching these flipping words to things that actually we already have words for. What they're basically saying with this holidaysing thing and that mistletoeing thing is watch out for love bombing. Watch out for love bombing that starts when cuffing season begins. But this literally applies all year round. They've just added in the Christmas part to make it a bit of a press-worthy story. Love bombing is always followed by abuse. That's what makes it love bombing. The only other time when something similar can happen is if you're with an avoidant or maybe with a very limerent person who's genuinely into you, genuinely hyper-focused on you without any intention of hurting you. But then the avoidance kicks in and the limerence wears off and they get bored and disappear or end it. So if someone is way too full on, way too quickly, then it's a bad sign either way. If you've been on one date and he suggests buying a Christmas bauble with both your names engraved on it, then yeah, it's a bad sign. But I don't think there's anyone out there who's specifically doing this at Christmas because it's Christmas. Abusers operate all year round. But they may well be able to use the loneliness and the neediness that some of us feel to hook you in more easily during this time of year. So maybe you're more vulnerable at Christmas, but certainly no abuser waits until Christmas to pounce and start the love bombing just because it gives them an excuse to lean into fucking Christmas nostalgia. So there we go. Three new dating trends that aren't actually new and aren't even trends and are just made up by dating apps who want to get into the papers. Every single one of these articles that I saw, they just really jarred me because it's always done in this kind of tone of like, look at what the silly singles are doing now. But just attaching stupid names to age-old dating behaviours isn't necessarily helpful. Although there is something helpful, I think, in labelling things, in knowing that something is breadcrumbing or gaslighting or ghosting or whatever. It's good to have a term. We just don't need to make up niche little terms to fit in with PR and marketing, you know what I mean? If you are single and an ex does send a message on Christmas Day, then make sure you think long and hard about whether to engage with it. Just be careful and stay safe, but still have a really fucking good time, you know? But be careful of love bombing, so avoid anyone who asks you to go on a first date to Winter Wonderland because it costs about £89 per ride and about £49 for one mulled wine. Anyone who asks you to do that, they are not in their right mind. They're love bombing you. But stay safe this holiday season and do not let Santa fill up your stocking if he's not going to respect you the next day. I hope you have a very happy one. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production for all you ho-ho-hos. <laughs>